How are you going? Thank you for downloading this episode of Healthy-ish. This is your podcast from Body and Soul, and I am your host, Felicity Harley. Oh, we live in a world of breakneck speed. Oh, it can be really hard to slow down. And look, I know you listeners are all aware of the impact of this on our health and stress levels, but have you ever stopped to think about the impact of this crazy busy world we live in? on how you experience pleasure? Well, Euphemia Russell is a certified sex positive coach and author of new book, A Slow Pleasure. And they're here today to help you slow down and really enjoy solo sex. Yes, they're going to help you switch off your thoughts and get more self-pleasure in your life. Now, we keep these healthy-ish episodes short. So if you want to hear my full chat with Euphemia, where we talk about, well, the rise of slow sex and the importance of just taking things down a couple of notches, just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Euphemia, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish all the way from LA. What's happening over there right now? It's sunny as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it always sunny in LA? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, you've got a new book out. Congratulations. It's called Slow Pleasure. Talk us through this whole philosophy. What is it? Mm, That's a name that I've created to try and capture and philosophy, but also a practice. And the way that I break it down is the idea of that it's not about learning new things. It's actually about pausing and slowing down and listening to yourself and your body, your thoughts, your feelings, sensations, and trusting them, and then inviting more pleasure in and being able to savor that pleasure that you experience. So there are many steps there and there are many practices that I go through in the book to support that, but that's the essence of it. That, that sounds easier said than done in today's <laughs> modern, crazy, busy world. I mean, what are some barriers that, are, I suppose, hinder us from tapping into this whole notion of slow pleasure? Gosh, so where do we many? start? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And I think, I think it's most important to say that they are generally structural and societal and cultural challenges. And that often when it comes to pleasure, we can think it's our fault or our individual responsibility. Um, but I think that we all experience structural shame, particularly around pleasure and also around sexual pleasure. And then what I explore in the book, which is our collective crisis of pace and disconnection, which is me saying, I think we live a really fast life and default to busyness. And it doesn't leave space for us to feel connection to ourselves and others and the world around us. And then I also think that there is a philosophy or a reverence of the mind over the body and the feelings. And I think we're in a big change of that shifting, which is so exciting, but that we are still stuck in thinking that the mind is better than everything else. Now, you know, you talked a bit about this notion of busy and how we all feel busy. I mean, sometimes personally, and I'm sure a lot of listeners could identify this, we just feel so sucked up in this whirlwind that you just can't switch off, step off, stop and put you know, the the busy day or the week or, you know, behind us and stop and experience pleasure, you know, be it sex or self-pleasure. How Mm. can we switch off these thoughts and start tuning into our body? Mm. That's one of the things I get asked the most is how do I get out of my head? I want to experience more pleasure. (laughs) I want to be in my body more, but how, how do I get out of my head? So it's such a common question and such a common and also collective challenge. And something I go through in the book, which I really try and lay it out is the idea of a pleasure practice, which is not something that's supposed to be regimented, but just reminder of how to prioritize pleasure in our day-to-day lives and particularly the small moments so that we can build reminders and rituals to remember, oh my gosh, I live in a body. I live in my body. 
And there are a lot of, there's a particular section I love of the book that I call the Transcendental Fundamentals, which is just a fun name to say that they're really short practices you can do for 10 seconds or 30 seconds to help transition our state. Can you share some tips from those? They sound intriguing. Absolutely. Yeah, I I categorize them into soothing or enlivening because we think of health as something that where we're always in this state of perfect harmony, which is absolutely not true. It's more about, okay, how can we shift our states towards something that we want to feel or a way that we want to be? And so the soothing ones, for example, can be just a compressive touch on yourself or a holding, maybe even a patting, anything that is predictable and you can feel as though, oh yeah, I'm in a body can be really helpful to allow us to soothe. There is about 20 different options they've put in there, um, but that's one of them. And then for enlivening, it can be simple depending on your ability or your mobility. It could be stamping your feet. It could be clapping your hands. It could be pushing your hands against each other. And it's bringing that blood and that activation into your body in a really supportive way to help you create and enliven and be able to act. And to be able to have more choice about this is truly life-changing rather than feeling like they're stuck in a particular state of stress or tiredness or feeling like we're trapped. I mean, how do we, I think that's a great tip just to, you know, bring you into the moment. What about when we're in the act of self-pleasure or sex and our mind's still going hundred miles an hour thinking, okay, I've got what's on my to-do list. And how do we bring ourselves back into that moment? Forever practice. I As I say, pleasure is never mastered. <laughs> it's only practice. Ah, and I say to- that to myself every day is it's coming back to remembering, oh, pleasure is important and I want to feel that. But during sex, if that's happening and you're feeling your mind wander, you if you're having sex with someone else or other people, you can say, hey, I'm feeling myself being a little checked out. I'd love to do some things to feel more connected to my surroundings or my senses or sensations together. And that could be as simple as your sound, breath and movement. There are the three key elements of pleasure. If I had three seconds to say, the fundamentals of pleasure, I'd say sound, breath, movement. And that can help you to release whatever is you're holding and in that kind of bracing in your mind or your body and to be able to allow and invite more pleasure or choices for pleasure into whatever moment, if it's sex or any other moment as well. I think that's actually the other point in your book that I really like. It's not pleasure can be in our everyday and Mm -hmm. it's not just in, you know, sex or self-pleasure or with other people or whatever you, you know, you do. It's it it can be in out, out there in the big wide world. And I think we fail to slow down and really acknowledge that. What about when we're exploring our own self-pleasure? You've got a bit in the book about this. What are some key as- aspects of this? I think that there's a lot of people who are socialized to not know their own desires. Um, so say, for example, with self-pleasure, perhaps people are like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what I want or need or desire. And that is so common. I have so many people who come to me saying, I was socialized to please other people or I was socialized to default to other people that I don't even know how to answer what I want. And so when it comes to self-pleasure, fantasy can be a really powerful way of, of shifting from the mind into the thoughts, feelings, and sensations to be like, oh, what do I currently need or want? It doesn't have to be kinky or outrageous. It can just be, oh, I would like this kind of touch. And starting there, I also have a really beautiful practice that I just call like a a movement practice uh, for you to be able to explore. How do I want to move right now? And potentially that's just following pleasure in that moment. And that can be a self-pleasure practice, not necessarily just masturbation, but it could, it could lead into that if you wanted it to, but also the fundamentals I just talked about with sound, breath and movement, really exploring your own touch and different rhythms and intensities and sensations is a beautiful way to begin. Oh, I love it. Euphemia, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. My absolute pleasure.
Euphemia has some great tips and if you want more, her book is called Slow Pleasure and it is out now. She's also up on Extra Healthish. If you are interested in that one, that is live now. For more information about any podcast that we produce at Body and Soul, just jump on to bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in and if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this particular episode and this podcast. And until tomorrow, well, happy sex. Is that what I say? Happy pleasure. Increase your pleasure and stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.